comes meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree. There's a light in the window, just salty gals inside. I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied. Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. My name is Chris Jeppa. And I'm Katie Norgren. And with us this week is uh, a comedian, uh, I understand a gold scientist. Yes, I don't know, I'm just projecting. Pretty uh, much, yeah. Mr. Gavin Clarkson is with us today. Hello. Hello. I'm fantastic to be here. Yeah. Mm. Welcome to the shack. Thank you. It's a lovely shack. There's sound dampening and everything. Mm-hmm. And of like various, various like mediums, which is pretty neat. There's like wood and foam and mm-hmm. fabric. Mm-hmm. It's very creative. Any kind done. of baffling that uh, turns your crank, we've got it covered. Oh, my crank much. hath been turned. <laughs> I just got a real baffle fetish. I really do. I like to and be baffled. Yeah, I do. I, like, I love being confused and confounded. Yeah, confused, confounded, or sound dampened, any of those things. That's like all of my sexual history, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Confused, confounded, and sound dampened. I feel kick shamed right now, oh, you guys. No. It even oh. had dampened Don't in there, kick- which, yes, is, which is perfect. Oh, My great. sexual history is dampened and baffled. Oh, I like how you said dampened and then you just turned the lights off. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't want anyone to see what this was doing to me. <laughs> No, I was just thought, oh, like, baffling. we haven't had the overhead light on in so long that it just looked harsh, like it felt like an interrogation for a second, like, tell oh. us where the gold is, Gavin! <laughs> yeah, because having the lights off and one light in the corner is less like an interrogation. <laughs> Interrogations are usually pretty well lit, probably. Tell like... us about your family! <laughs> <laughs> Why have you come here? <laughs> Why have you come here to this well-lit room under our harsh lights? <laughs> so we can ask so... you... So cold and gray, and the sun fucking sets at 4.30, so I just wanted all the lights on to be cozy. Oh, do you want me to turn it back on? No, no, it's fine. Okay. This is fine. Are you upset now? I don't like when you guys fight. (laughs) Sorry, mummies are angry. (laughs) No, we're okay. Just got here, and you guys are fighting already, so it's definitely my fault. super. (laughs) Your mother and I have something to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you're gay. (laughs) I know it. Jimmy at school told me oh, God. that my mothers were gay. <laughs> I didn't want to believe him, and I bet him all of my SpaghettiOs, which I never get in my lunch. All right, two cans. Two cans of SpaghettiOs tomorrow. I'm so sorry yeah, about all of you've this. you cost me SpaghettiOs, so, okay, but moms. you're still going to eat all of your kale and uh, barley and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. If, if someone has two moms, they're not just going with SpaghettiOs. Exactly. There's like, going to be some kale chips in there. Yeah. It's your birthday, so you can have Chef Boyardee, but... Like, yeah, but you got to sprinkle some the spirulina powder on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> i got to make sure you're, like, fulfilling these macrobiotic requirements, because mm-hmm. I'm Gwyneth Paltrow and also gay. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to compensate for all the bad energy in that Chef Boyardee can. Yeah, you got to, like, realign those Sh- Boyardee chakras. Yeah, exactly. We pack some sage Chakra in your lunchbox. Chakra Boyardee. We want you to do some sage cleansing after you've eaten in the classroom. <laughs> Be lovely. Honey, did you remember to wear your smoky quartz pendant today to school? <laughs> you know it's a Thursday. That's yeah. your that's your sad day. You know how the planets are going right now. You know how it un- they're not in alignment for you at all. We are recording under a super moon, apparently. Is that Ooh. what today is? The I super don't know. Moon? Today's like the superest of all super moons or something. I heard that on the radio on the way here. Yeah, it's the closest that the moon has been to the Earth since nineteen like thirty nine. 
and it won't be like that way again until 2035. And the most special part about this is none of us will notice at all. Like, yeah. It's not going to look all that different, I imagine. Because every time... Very ev- cloudy. Exactly. <laughs> it's either cloudy or like every time they say that anything cool or astronomical is yeah. going to happen, and be like, look out your windows. It's going to be fabulous. Like <laughs> nothing ever happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's ever. Like, oh, the moon's kind of like... Like, 2% bigger than it usually is, exactly. which is not noticeable at all. Yeah. yeah, I don't have the telescope good enough for this to matter at all. And if I had a telescope, I could make the moon as big as I wanted, because I had a telescope. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I'm not one of you fucking plebs. I can have a big moon if I want <laughs> exactly. any day of the year, as long as the moon is out. <laughs> 2%. And it's night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Neil Armstrong's footprints right now. Couldn't give a shit how big the moon is from your window. Mm-hmm. It's pretty big. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm excited. Apparently, it's going to make everybody, like, feel really energized. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's literally, there are a few people on my Facebook feed today that are just like, okay, let's gear up for the week ahead. It's super <laughs> moony. <laughs> the energies are going to be strange. Gird, gird your loins. I don't yeah. disbelieve in it. <laughs> I, I actually, someone explained to me what girding your loins actually entails recently. Oh, my God. What does it? Because okay. I'm certain I've oh, been I can give you, like, wrong. a visual demonstration. That's I'm so wearing good a dress. for audio medium. It's really good. So I'm wearing mm-hmm. a dress, and what you do is you reach between your legs, as yeah. one does. Uh, oh, wait, it's a really short dress, so it won't work. You would pull the back of the dress up through the front, so it's like a little sumo diaper or whatever. What? And then you, like, wrap it under your legs, and then you've got, and you tuck it up, and then you've got little shorts, and your loins are girded. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what that's it's called. actually It's a... like from back in the time when it was like, oh, I've just got my tunic on. I don't know what pants are. What the Those hell? aren't invented yet. At what situation would you be required to tie your dress into a diaper. Like, Outrunning a tiger of some kind? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's probably... I'd best gird my loins I against like this tiger. This comes from my gowns and a tiger. Those things match, exactly. right? Timeline-wise. You're not or if gonna... you're in, like, a Katy Perry video, then yeah. yes, probably. You're not just gonna hang over the tiger and not wear a hoop skirt. Like, what are you? What year is this? God, like, you couldn't gird with a hoop skirt, though. You no, know? no, you'd, you'd have be to, fucked. You'd have to that all, would be hula hooping. You'd have to take all the whale bones out, or whatever it was that a hoop skirt No, I paid good by. money for these whale bones. <laughs> <laughs> know how endangered these are? Super endangered. This is more endangered than my piano. <laughs> What's your piano made of? Oh, it, uh, panthers. Panthers? Mm-hmm. Is that Which a... is a cousin of the panda family. <laughs> and it's part panther? It's part panther, yes. Panther. It's a panther that's, panda. Well, that's and... what the black and white keys are made out of exactly. different, <laughs> different parts of yeah, the panther. Yeah, you need a black and white striped animal, but a panda wasn't endangered enough, and like pandas are notoriously difficult to get to mate, so we got that and a panther to get together, and that made the perfect fuzzy coating for the keys on my piano. God, it would be so nice to, because I play piano, I've got one downstairs even, I can prove it, I've got the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to... To be able to play with, like, some fuzzy, soft texture. Wouldn't it be nice? It would be quite delightful. And then you could be a panther pianist. You could say that as Pan- a factual thing. Pa- was it panther? Panther pianist. Pa- panther. Yeah. That's just a very British way of saying panther, isn't it? Like, <laughs> Paul Panther. It's more Australian, I would say. Panther. We no, want to really panther. bring race no. this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm turning 32 next year. <laughs> That's the most Australian age you can be. <laughs> Clearly. I bet you that's when Paul you have to, like, Can you imagine? Oh, He's still alive. Well, he should have died at 30. He should have. That's probably before he made Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> it's almost certainly. I hope, I hope it was. Otherwise, he looks terrible in those movies. It's like he was only 27 when the oh, they hope back is hot on a man. They got a lot of sun in Australia. Yeah, I, I don't know, know if you've been there. more leathery than... It's like the opposite mm-hmm. of yeah. the Yukon. 
Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. I we, think. We get lots of sun in the... Summer. In the summer. Yeah. But fuck you in the winter. Oh, yeah. No, the winter can fuck itself. Yeah. So, sure. the sun's setting at 4.30, you're just like, whatever, this is you Oh, yeah. Child's Nothing. Play. Nothing. And, and... You think you have seasonal effectiveness disorder? Yeah, exactly. I've stabbed the very moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it was so close to Earth. It was so, so close. Yeah, exactly. Especially when you're up north, which is much closer to space. Way closer to space. It's it's, it's up. up. Like, if you look at a map, north is up. North which... is up, which means it's much closer to space. Yeah, NASA has no idea what they're doing. It's silly. <laughs> you're already crying I just, i've been you got me sat on like a giggle train with me. that's so cheesy okay. <laughs> train, here it comes when you fucking told me that my toes look like astronauts and i hated it so much what? Had to, chris has to, okay so you may have noticed that we're very different in stature mm-hmm. yes that chris is very small and i am very tall mm-hmm. uh and i have giant feet and she has tiny feet so yes. when she's got her little socky lockies off she's got her little feet out did you just call them socky lockies i sure did um because nice. she got tiny little feet mm. Uh, and I'm like, oh, your feet are so cute. They look like little astronaut helmets. She's like, what? <laughs> Very fuck. <laughs> I was just like, look, the ground control to major toes. And you're like, I hate you. <laughs> I hated it so much and I couldn't stop laughing yeah. at the same time. But I like hated it. And she's like, well, but you're laughing. I'm like, it feels the same as being tickled. That visceral reaction of like, I hate this, but yeah. everyone's paying attention to me. So I like it. <laughs> All I wanted was attention. Oh, oh nobody in this room but knows what so that is like. You've already no. got me so hyper, and I've had like three cups of this Yorkshire Gold tea. Yorkshire, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> that was like, we've been watching too much of The Crown lately, but that, <laughs> that only gives us like, oh, <laughs> Philip, actually, um, no, Porchy, no, <laughs> my horses. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen it. It sounds um, very British. Yes, well, was it the fun. My Horses part? <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely Oh, mummy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> daddy. I, like, grown Papa. grown people who are actually, like, the queen or the princess calling their grown mother mummy. Mummy and papa. Mm. Yeah, it just kind of... Those are creepy now. You, you know you are papa's favorite. It is yeah. creepy. That's not, like, in, in today's... I'm pretty sure the crown is not set in today's times, or at least I hope it's... It's queen, young Queen Elizabeth. Okay. So, so it was, like... 40s, 50s, 50, 50s, yeah. 52, 53, okay. I think we're at. Yeah, so still the time of, like, the Atlantic accent where you could say mummy and papa yeah. and you wouldn't sound like a mass murderer, because <laughs> nowadays you would, Absolutely. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not a very common accent anymore, but it's like it's somewhere between English and or like British and American almost. Like it's quite s- clipped mm-hmm. relative to like the very posh English accent that we think of now. But mm-hmm. that that sort of like East Coast like whatever Cape Cod shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that like pa- like Panther? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. That's like a panther in Boston. And a panthers. Oh, it's like, oh, it's a fucking panther. That's what they say I'm like in Boston. <laughs> I know. I caught myself as I was like, oh, nope, that's not it. Yep. Oh, that's not Jesus it. H fucking crazy. You can only do one accent. You kind of got to let yourself get away with a yeah. lot. Yeah. It's just like a mutated Australian accent all the time. <laughs> Everything that I do. But right. I do. Ew, mummy. I'll be calm. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not. I can't. I'm not. I can't. <laughs> I've been laughing so hard that I'm sweaty, but then I take my sweater off and then I'm cold. Yeah. Please I contain can't. yourselves. You are the host. <laughs> we're actually not being very hostly at all. No, we are. You got us. You got us giggling. Sorry. We started it out. Is, it is completely your fault. I it's know. almost like you're a funny person, semi professional. Clear your palates. Clear <clears throat> your palates. We'll all have a sip of tea. That'll mm, be good. Okay. Mm. You don't actually Please have tea, and that's totally directly fine. directly into the microphone. <laughs> Anyone yeah. got, like, a jelly donut or something really, like, sticky that I could eat? Ew. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I hate the sound of my own chewing, so... 
It's weird that I like to eat so much. Must make it hard for you. It's very difficult. I just cry whenever I'm eating. Like, well, it sounds so bad, but it tastes so good. Mm. Crying and eating? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm very good at it. How else do people stay fit? That's just what it is. (laughs) I don't know. You tell me you're like 120 pounds. I cry when I eat. That's how you do it. So hard that you can't get the food in? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much, yeah. You you choke, sob, and like have a good, hard, ugly Kim Kardashian cry every time you try to eat. I like your methods. Yeah, exactly. I think that, that I should be able to probably adapt that to my lifestyle. I mm-hmm. study from the masters. <laughs> Kim Kardashian West? Yes, exactly. But of cows. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a little bit about where you're from, Gavin? <laughs> oh, well, it's a bit obsessed. I'm from, the, I'm from the Yukon. I grew up in Whitehorse until I was 18, and then I moved down to Vancouver to do school stuffs, and I did a geology degree, and I did a mining engineering degree, and a lot of my work has been based out of the uh, classic kind of style gold mines in the Yukon, like the same guys that are mining the set. Similar ways that people from the old gold rush days were. Oh, so like they got a pan and a beard? Yep. Old timey prospectors, yeah, I believe exactly. they're called. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon and gravy. 100% exist. That's <laughs> a real guy. <laughs> give me like, give me an example of a name if you can remember, like. Oh, yeah. They don't really go by any, there's no like McGuckin. cartoony names. No, that's really unfortunate. Anymore. They like, should, you should be given one like on your 50th birthday, like you get into your old prospector like name. Like when you've, when you've sold a certain amount of gold, you get assigned something. Like, because yeah, all I can think of was like Soapy Smith and he died Soapy like 1900. <laughs> Soapy Smith was the most notorious criminal in the gold rush era. And then there was like Dawson Charlie, uh, uh, George Carmack. It was like, those are just normal names. Like, they aren't any more named after places. But yeah, Soapy Smith is the main one I can think of. Soapy Smith. Diamond Tooth Gertie. And That's a yes. good one. Well, yeah. I knew about Diamond she's, Tooth Gertie. She's notorious. Yeah, she is. And uh, the only existing, I think at, I think it's the oldest operating casino is named is Diamond Tooth Gertie's in Dawson City. That and sounds great. Operating casino I 100% want to go there. And yeah. instead of being paid in money, I want to be paid in gold nuggets. You should. You can. If you oh. like, it's it's really it's like a novelty now. It's not like people go around exchanging gold nuggets with each other, but so, because mining is such a big part of Dawson City, <laughs> it can be done. When you get to Dawson City and you mm-hmm. get off the plane, or t- I have to assume train, just because like <laughs> like and you get on, it's basically Westworld. And you get onto yeah. like the wood platform, and yeah. then at what point do you start hearing the eerie player piano music? What's that? Oh, uh, <laughs> at the downtown at the downtown hotel, they do that at like four o'clock every single day at PM. What's that? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, exactly. Four in the morning, they start doing old timey. Starbucks opens and the piano music starts. <laughs> no Starbucks. They're very firm on that. Wooden, oh, good. Wooden sidewalks and no Starbucks. Wooden, so they do have wooden sidewalks. They do. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they keep, like, there's a whole fund to keep Dawson City looking old school and old timey. So it's got, like, the old big square false fronts that you would see. Keep in, our like, ghost town alive. Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Pretty much. Oh, I want to be the mayor of this town. <laughs> oh, so good. I, I just, think... like, I need something, like, like for being a broad-shouldered broad, you know? like you're just... pretty, pretty broad. To, like, like, just, like, give me, like, an old-timey dress and I'll rip the sleeves off. Yeah. And I'll just, like, doodly dee 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 Then you'd be an excellent bordello runner. Like, I think that would be exactly your piece. I should have been, like, a late 1800s. Madam. Adam, proprietress. Mm-hmm. For sure. I would just be like, oh, excuse me, I'm going to go smoke opium for just a moment. <laughs> Do you think madams, like, worked their way rungs, worked up their rungs of prostitution, or, did, like, that's below them, and they just kind of I bought think, the establishment? Y- y- I think, you know what, it's as, it's as unique as a fingerprint. <laughs> <laughs> Not all prostitutes can break through that glass ceiling. Everyone's got their diversity of experience, so I'm sure that all madams have a very uh, <laughs> complex and multifaceted you backstory. Fit, you can't just fit a madam in a box. No, certainly not. 
I, I knew a madam. Did you? Yeah, she was in a, uh, she was notorious in Vancouver. So her name was Scarlet, so that's, there's that. Oh, that's, that's good. That's definitely her Christian name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly how she, like. They took one look at her, they're like, oh, yes. Yeah, you're going to be oh, a Scarlet, yeah. you're going to be a madam. But she, she ran like a straight up brothel in Vancouver for a while. Oh, okay. And then she was taking this, uh, when my mom was involved in the Landmark Education Forum cult, mm-hmm. um, they did all these like training, it's like leadership training, and mm. you learn how to like be an effective communicator and right. be a really authentic. They basically learn all this language and then you have to pay money to get to the next level, etc. Uh. My mom's been through the ranks of many, many a scheme <laughs> of that sort. Um, I love her. I love her. She's very susceptible to... Pyramid marketing? To levels. Yeah, mm. she likes leveling up, especially if you have to pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> your mom would be great in right Scientology. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. That's where it's leading Never to. say never. <laughs> but, uh, but so we went down to California with the Landmark Forum, um, and we shared a hotel room with Scarlett the Madam, so I got to hear, hear some stories. Yeah. Sort of. I was like 14 or 15. Fantastic and, time to start. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and so she she basically was there to like learn more business savvy, to be like, I want to be, you know, I'm a legitimate <laughs> businesswoman. I've, uh-huh. I've been running my own business for a long time. Yeah. None of my skills I could really put on a resume. Yeah. What do you so what do you do? do? I... Uh, human resources. I like I, I understand like there's a lot of business running in that, but I think you're stretching it a bit when you're a bordello running, you're like, Yeah, I'm a legitimate business person. It's like I think by definition it's yeah. it's not. She did she ran like yeah, a body house, which is just now <laughs> legitimate. Le- like not illegal. Didn't they strike that down, but then they put new laws in place that are just as bad or worse. Oh, so. I don't. Is there I, a loophole? That, that all came out after I finished my degree in gender studies I and then I was a... like I don't need to always have a Google alert for this anymore. Yeah. I worked on a sex work study, but I was mostly working with women that were like street level, mm-hmm. like just independent workers yeah. basically and didn't have any kind of structure or even like social network really with a lot of other workers. So, so basically like to... sexual Uber drivers. Yeah, <laughs> lots of, yeah, lots of the Craigslist. Oh, there's an app market. Well, I'm I mean, sure that's, it exists. That's basically any dating app is basically it's back a lot page, of sure, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know, I totally am all for the business savvy of somebody, like, working on their own. <laughs> Didn't we just, we were like, yeah. how do you become a madam? Then we're like, well, you know, probably these steps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. We take questions very seriously here on the yeah. CX podcast. <laughs> I don't know, because I just don't, I don't want to disparage her, like, work and all of that kind oh, of stuff sure. as well. But at the same time, it was kind of funny. Yeah. She was just like, oh, but I just, she, yeah, Did but... she get a mug that says world's greatest madam? <laughs> 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 That's what madam. Her business saying. got shut down though, and it was in the paper, and it was this whole big thing because she was just like, I, like it's safer for everyone to be working in my place as opposed to out on the street. Mm-hmm, so yeah. there was this big debate, and anyway, she was like the kingpin of this whole like East Vancouver wow. Scarlet scene. the kingpin. Yeah, we gotta write very, a song about her. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't say that, because we're going to have to do it. If you say it on the podcast, we have to do it. We're going to have to write a song about Scarlet the Madam. Okay. (laughs) In the style of Tom Waits or something Oh, God, yeah, of course. (laughs) I'm just going to turn in Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis. Like, that's just what's going to happen. Oh, my God, that's amazing. But that would be the third Sea Hag song, I think. So that's on you. It's your that's your wheelhouse. So you just get to that, and uh, and I'll see that on my desk in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't have it done, turn in your gun and your badge. Which is just like a starfish and a piece of driftwood. <laughs> Little astronaut toes. Fuck off. You guys are adorable. Oh, uh, it's just too much giggling today. Oh, my God. So anyway, That's the worst. Dawson City. Dawson City. What is that? There was some Gold Rush game that you could play, mm-hmm. and it was like, Dawson City, welcome to the... And you'd have to, like, load yeah. up on all your supplies, and then... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I, it was I rem- sort of like Oregon Trail, Yeah, it was. We, we, had that, we had that in schools, and I, I remember it as a kid. It was, yeah, it was like an old Windows... Oh, 
like probably even pre ninety five ish. It was very it was like twenty four bit graphics or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, and you had to like go to Dai and get all your stuff together and pick which partner you'd go up the trail with. Yeah. And the best part was like there'd be a little one of the parts of the game is you're try uh, climbing the Chilkoot Trail, which is notoriously one of the most difficult trails mm-hmm. ever. And uh <laughs> it would just be show your feet walking and the progress on the trail because it was a really old game. And every once in a while, your partner would fall and break his leg and be like, do we rest or do we push on? You always pushed on. Screw that guy. You've got places to be. You're running out of food. You're not going to run down back to Dai and play a shooter game again. chill for six weeks while his bone knits. Yeah, exactly. What a waste of time. I don't know you. <laughs> just just kill little Soapy and chuck him <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> exactly. And the... Probably eat him. <laughs> like, don't... Don't just, let him yeah. go to waste. I don't yeah. know. Wait, it, was it you who corrected my understanding of the cremation of Sam McGee online? Yeah, yeah, that was definitely me. Wait, what? Fuck That's off. when I remember. So my aunt lived in Whitehorse for a long time. Okay. So we used to go up and visit her, and she would yeah. come down here, and that was one of the big, uh, the big pieces like that she would always bring back, and we'd read mm-hmm. the creation of Sam McGee like uh. as a family for Christmas. Yeah, so it was so fun. And all get together and just enjoy the fantastic works of Robert Goddamn Service. I know, and the beautiful paintings of Ted... Oh, yeah, I love those. Uh, Nugent? No. Yeah, yeah. Ted Nugent. No, is it Ted Hanson? Uh, I can never remember anyway, the name. That, I know which painting The beautiful Yukon artist, man. Tom Thompson? No. Oh, Yukon oh, artist. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like Tom. I was just like a Canadian artist. Yeah. What did What did you say about the cremation of Sam McGee? That Dana oh, just that you? just that I said something about how like just like set yourself on fire and be dead or like talk to a dead guy or whatever. And yeah. you're like, ah, spoiler alert, he was not dead the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, but he could have been. Point of the depending poem. on the interpretation. Sam McGee definitely. There wasn't even a. That's the thing. He Robert been Service. Ghost. I hate Robert Service just so much. It's what? just so. Is it be- just so overplayed? Up? Yes, it's because in, how, yes. <laughs> in elementary school, I had a teacher in grade three who was wonderful, fantastic, but every year we would put on an assembly and the grade three class would do a play of one of Robert Service's poems. So the amount of times that I've heard the cremation of Dan, of, uh, Dan of, McGee. Of, yeah, Sam McGee and then the shooting at Dan McGrew. See? Huh? Oh, there you and go. that's where I was coming that's from. Fun. The amount of times that the I've heard those two in particular. Yeah, <laughs> just Phil way McGraw. too much. It's overwhelming up there. And he's not... Great. He's really not great, and I know he's not great because I've seen his limericks pasted all over every building in Dawson City, and they're <laughs> not nice. There's always a mess up in the rhythm or the like the wording, and there's always he always misses one friggin' beat, and no, it drives me insane. That would drive me crazy. Limericks oh are very standard. They are exactly. Like he's Salieri to his Mozart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's not. He's, it's mediocrity's like, everywhere. <laughs> he's like the only person that knew how to write in the Gold Rush era, and we've been celebrating him for 130 God, goddamn years. I gotta years. go somewhere where there's nobody who's good at writing, and then be like, "Okay, he was the best writer at this, I don't know, Baker's conference or Africa something." Africa is probably a good place. Well, I think that they probably got some pretty good poets there. It's just they're writing in like Swahili. Yeah, or exactly. Well, let's go somewhere where the literacy rate is very low, and then go to the rural areas, and then you can become the next Maybe the Robert greatest Service. poet in Abbotsford. This is like Mission's greatest poet. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody's going to be like, um, actually, I'm Mission's Greatest Poet, uh, and come out here and fight me. There's a train. Hey, if you're Challenge ra- you to a poet battle. If you're Mission's Greatest Poet, slam. we want to have you on the podcast. Email us at cheggspodcast at gmail.com. We'd better send your application as a poem, and one of or your, you will not be considered. And one of your poems, too, yes. just to prove it. Just double yeah. poem. Just give us two poems. Yeah, minimum. and then somebody else's poem so that you can prove that yours is better than theirs. <laughs> Just find a really shitty poem, perhaps the cremation of Sam McGee. Exactly. 
Because there's no subtlety in that. Like, back to that point, he wasn't yes. dead, and there's no room for interpretation because he was very direct. <laughs> like, he wasn't didn't do subtlety or metaphor or anything. It's just no. like, this thing happened, now it rhymes, what a fun and happy time. That was like every Robert Service poem ever. That's so true. That's also, P.S., it's real cold up here. Yeah, exactly. It's cold, we're gold mining, and that's everything oh, that man. is here. cold and gold rhyme. He must have done that oh, so many times. Such and a, I, such so a goddamn genius. And I'm wearing a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a close. Wilderness is hard by Robert Service. <laughs> oh God, that's all of Canada's art. <laughs> Wilderness <Period>. is hard. <laughs> like that's just it. That's all we have. <laughs> what am I thinking about? <laughs> Are you thinking of Hatchet? Or... Hey, I love Hatchet. No, Gary Paulson's my shit. No, I know, but that's <laughs> that is yeah. Is hard. That's, like, yeah. Oh, that's the thesis. Yeah, like, exactly. Someone is in the wilderness and it's hard, <laughs> and that's most Canadian literature and yep. songs and yep. poems. Yeah. Even though the majority of us live in cities very close to the U.S. border. I figure, like, your issue with Robert Service is probably very similar to my dislike of the paintings of Emily Carr. Mm. Emily Carr can suck an egg. I don't like her dumb paintings. (laughs) It looks like she squeezed it out with a a toothpaste tube. (laughs) It's just so creamy and squishy. I don't like it. The perspective, Katie, it's like she's lying underneath and looking up at the stars through the branches. I could do that. (laughs) I could lie down on the ground and look up. But women women weren't allowed to lie down on the ground and be fanciful at that time. This is true. Also, she's a whimsical bitch, is what you're telling me. She's a fucking pet monkey or something that she walked around. Oh, she's really extra. Jesus Christ. Why should you move to Williamsburg, Emily Carr? She was like the most... She sounds insufferable. <laughs> she sounds like it's, she had a pet monkey and she paints, I already hate you no matter who you are. If you fill up those two... She ukulele with her feet? Yeah, exactly. If you play a weird instrument or a paint or own a non-standard pet, I oh. hate you forever oh, no. already. Oh, Katie. <laughs> oh, no, you're all of those what things. What pet do you own, Katie? I have pet rats. A rat's, yeah. That's kind of I a just, weird I thing. mean, like an iguana or something. Or, or oh, like, like a Jackie, owl. like Jackie Cation? Yeah. <laughs> an owl would be pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I always wanted to pet Raven, and then I would... Like, That'd be the coolest. Yeah, yeah. but then I would need to hate myself, because I'd own one of those pets. Mm-hmm. Yes, then you'd be like, oh, I guess I better fucking could, start painting. You could yeah. teach the Raven how to say, like, you're a loser. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> Get out of here, you goth bastard. <laughs> Never, if I had a raven, I would only teach it to say nevermore. Yeah. Because that's the only thing you should teach a raven to or say. Or never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, <laughs> so close. That's, a, uh, that's actually a bit in American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Is like the protagonist is being pursued by one of Odin's ravens. Like Hugin or Murgen or whatever the fuck their names are. It's like, whoever you are, mm-hmm. say nevermore. Fuck off, the bird replied. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that's Neil Gaiman for sure. You know that that video of the little old lady who lives somewhere and she's got the few pet ravens and she shows up at some cliffside sanctuary. Yeah, she's in the in the England or yeah. something. And she's got so these two even pet... though we are naughty, that one. Yeah, yeah, her. She's got yeah two pet ravens. Can you explain it better than me? Yeah, she she basically like goes. She I, just, I, I like know. that we have she some I, of the either goes to like the tower or to like or she's in Scotland or something. But she she basically or she's in the north. I think she's got like a northern accent. And she's got these ravens and she takes them and she's like wearing fucking chainmail and shit. And there's just a vine of her like kissing one of her ravens on the beak, going like, "Oh, even though you are naughty, I still love you." <laughs> 
He's like the one raven steals stuff from tourists. Oh my like, god! Like takes their amazing. takes their dollars and, yeah. and cameras and things. Just like steals their shit, their keys. Yeah. Oh, what, what a, a wacky little, raven that has totally been trained to do that. Like, <laughs> hey, hey, can you? Are you strong enough to go fetch my ukulele for me? I've got a song to sing about this, and it's gonna uh. be cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be twee as shit. And she's playing the ukulele with one raven on her shoulder, meanwhile the other one's stealing everyone's wallets. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. This is a con woman. It's a tax on, it's not a on neat, whimsy. A raven can't recognize things of value. It doesn't care. That's trained attitude for sure. Mm-hmm. I think they might know things that we don't think they know. So mm-hmm. the ravens in fucking Whitehorse are big, hey? Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> yeah, there's not... You guys just have crows down here. You don't have ravens. You don't even know what a raven looks we like. Have raven, we have ravens on the Sunshine Coast. Oh, do you? But the ones in Whitehorse, they're I went enormous. and it was just like, what the fuck is that? I yeah. remember, like, getting off the plane... It's like a black pelican. Yeah, yeah. like, getting a, getting a ride to... My aunt was staying at the uh, the college for a while, and so we were staying with her in the dorms, and I was, like, walking down a street, and I was like... What is that huge bird? And it was really far away. <laughs> and it was still really fucking huge. And she's like, oh, it's a raven. I'm like, yep. no wonder. Yep. Like, so much of the mythology is like, oh, the raven is this, like, trickster, like, mm-hmm. god. Because they're fucking huge. Yeah, they and they're were, really, like, like vocal. chicken-sized? or No, bigger. Bigger. Yeah. They're so scary. Oh, actually, you know what I did see? I saw, like, a stuffed one at the uh, the biology department at SFU for oh, one okay. of their events. They, like, just have these taxidermy birds on a table. Oh, yeah. I'm like, well, this is my jam. <laughs> I'm, basically, I'm basically Lydia from Beetlejuice. So. <laughs> but they've got, like, like, and it was stretched out pretty far. It was, like, next to an eagle or something. I'm like, that's almost eagle size. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. a big boy. Yeah, they could be enormous That's birds. a big boy. Yeah. Very big. Uh, speaking of eagles and, and whitehorse in the north, we have uh, an eagle cam. We got one of those eagle nests by the Yukon River yeah. and it has a webcam that you can tune at all times uh, except this summer this summer or the last summer I can't remember it had to be turned off for a few hours because uh, Mother Eagle had found somebody's chihuahua and the babies were eating it oh I heard <laughs> so about somebody that somebody tuned in to the family fluffy pet I think it was a cat the, actually was it a cat I think it was a cat uh, yeah. yeah it was some small animal that was fulfilling <laughs> were, the natural order people and were very upset off. about it and yeah, I was exactly. like they gotta eat yeah well, keep that's your cats thing. inside. Yeah. You're, yeah, keep your cats inside. Get a dog that's big enough to not be carried away if you have it. And... Or, or if you have a dog that's small enough to be carried away, tie it to a larger dog. <laughs> exactly. Get it a buddy. Follow the buddy <laughs> put system. A, look at a baby Bjorn on the larger dog and then put the small dog like, inside that. Or where they have the, the little sidecar. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. you go. See? The panniers. You need an anchor buddy. <laughs> yeah. This is go with your buddy. Going, well, we're going like, on eagle lockdown. It's like Katie and I, when we walk down the street, I have to tie myself to her so an eagle doesn't scoop me up. <laughs> she has to hold my hand so she doesn't get lost. <laughs> She's a borrower. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As long as you have someone to keep you from getting scooped up by predators, that's just kind of the best way that's to do really it. That's really just what I'm doing for everyone is I'm sturdy enough to keep them, keep them from keep getting them, snatched up. Keep them grounded. <laughs> Man, did how long you lived in the Yukon until you came down here for university? Yeah. So, yeah, that's... Like your whole childhood, basically. Yep. Yeah, what was grew, that like? grew up the whole day. Uh, <laughs> I just remember going up to visit a lot, and it just yeah. seems so strange and like. It's it's a lot of outdoor stuff. It's yeah. a lot of like like uh, summers camping and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, there isn't too much in the downtown. There's two uh, fantastically terrible movie theaters, which are the grossest in the world, and they don't know they don't. It's been even in the, been in the papers multiple times about how we need to do something about these goddamn movie theaters. Nothing ever gets done. They don't know what a pressure washer is apparently. So there's Ew. the floor Ew. is just Ew. just 
sticky goodness. Just an ooze. Yeah. It's just, it's just an ooze, for sure. Yeah. And, like, it's just... And not even, like, when you're in a small town like that, there's not many places for teenagers to go and hang out, so they definitely go to the movie theater, so it's not just butter on that floor. There's a lot of experimentation that's been building <laughs> oh, up in layers. Gnarly. All over that. Gross. So that's why you need a pressure washer in small town theaters like that. Are you a pressure washer salesman? What's that? You seem to be really, like... <laughs> if you're from the Yukon, please call. <laughs> Please call Gavin's Pressure Washers yep. at one eight eight two three eight. We specialize. Wash. 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 Goofy. Comes with a free panther. <laughs> panther. <laughs> Panther. Yeah. yeah, there was yeah, it was a lot of outdoors, about camping and hiking, mm-hmm. snowboarding, stuff like that. We have a nice little ski hill there. Uh, that is always losing money because the winters aren't very. Their winters are long, but not if productively long. Yeah, it's not like snowy or anything. No. It's just desolate. Like, yeah, just like cold and it gets slushy and there's not enough snow. How cold does it get in the summer, in the winter? Cause... Uh, typically we'll have at least a week, two weeks of minus 45. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit like Saskatchewan. It then. is. Our winters okay. aren't that brutal. Like compared to, they're longer, but mm-hmm. compared to like a lot of the interior and, and like the Ontario and prairies and stuff like that, we don't get the shit. storms. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't get the storms. We get just as cold, but maybe not even as much. Like, there's a lot but of... More dark. Yeah, there's a lot more dark, which is a lot more depressing. More and, dark, less cold. Yeah, more dark, less cold, longer cold, which... Long oh. cold. That's the slogan of Yukon Territory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more dark, less cold, long cold. <laughs> Please visit and buy some Robert Thurveth merchandise. <laughs> and get the free gold. Yeah, get some free gold. <laughs> it's had... just in the ground. Just take it. It is. We had to, like... Just that... take it, you pussy. The Yukon is such a... Take that gold. Such a depressing place that we had... Literally, I had to have free money available on all over the ground for people just to come get to it. it. That was the just only get thing. Yeah. Dig in, buds. There's free money everywhere. Just, just come there. up here and colonize. Pull it out. Oh, no. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> Fuck. That's a thing. So you moved down here. Did you have you moved back at all, or has you just been down here since you were 18? I'm, I've been uh, down here since uh, pretty much since I was 18. I go up in the summers a lot for work, because mm-hmm. the, the placer, placer mining is the type of gold mining that, they, that like the old school guys do. It just means the mining of gravel. So okay. they do uh, creek beds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So plaster mining gets shut. They need water and they need free running water. So mm-hmm. that it gets shut down. Can't do that in the winter. As, yeah, exactly. It freezes up. Everybody goes home. Right. So that's kind of the limit of, of where my the majority of my work and money making is. Just in the summer then. Yeah, mostly in the summer. Jesus Christ, you had an insane summer then. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's busy. <laughs> you did. What did you do? So you worked this summer, you won a comedy competition this summer, and yeah. you got married. Yes, exactly. And all you managed to do happen. all those things. And a lot of those things happened like within the same two weeks. Yeah, then. within like a month. It was wow. a pretty good summer. Yeah. And now you're just cruising on down to you. Like, <laughs> yeah. the absolute only person I know that's had a good 2016, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. The only person. Well, my, my now wife was a huge Bowie fan, so that hit us very hard. Yeah, right at the beginning. Yeah, right at the and beginning. And I mean, I was already, I was out for like a week with that one. Yeah. Exactly. I went to work, but only my body. Yeah. <laughs> That's how all of us were. <laughs> it was really bad, but then it just kept getting worse. Yeah, exactly. Like, so what? We're recording this right after presidential election, and then Leonard Cohen died as well. Mm-hmm. Just to add a little more salt into the. I feel like he was watching the news and was like, nope. <laughs> I'm not too concerned because. This must be the end of love, and you've danced me here, yeah. so bye. <laughs> I'm not it's too concerned because I'm not only a white male, but I also specialize in gold, and he just loves that crap. He oh, puts yeah. it on everything. This so oh, like Donald Trump? Yeah. I thought you meant Leonard Cohen. No. <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's racist. Also a gold fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. The, yeah, I'm not oh, concerned God. about Leonard Cohen dying. I'm white. It doesn't matter to me at all. I'm <laughs> white. <laughs> yeah, in terms of yeah, your prospects of your industry is just yeah, going up and exactly. up. Exactly. Right He's going to want to plate, plate everything. Have to, the, the whole house? 
the whole thing. It's yeah, like exactly. From white to gold. Make America plated again. Really <laughs> oh, <what>? fuck you. <laughs> Fuck. Plate, all of it, gold Fuck foil, you, gold sir. leaf. The sir. entire United States needs to look sir. like Versailles. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, dear lord. I made a rhyme. It's so scary. I'm as good as Robert Service. As good, yeah, at least. <laughs> you woke up this morning as good, as, as good or as better Robert. than exactly. Robert Service. That's something that everybody listening to this can really take to heart. You woke up as good as Robert Service if this morning. If not better. If not better. Almost certainly better. If you've put one rhyme scheme together yeah. that actually has good even meter, put, you're good. If you've put pen to paper, if you've filled out a Scantron in your existence, <laughs> you're better than Robert Service. <laughs> oh, Scantrons. Yeah, because at least B, C, and D rhyme. Hey, they do. What do you do when you get that A in there? What's that? Well, you got to break up the rhyme scheme at some point. It's how you get creative. Da 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 da. Yeah, exactly. I haven't, I haven't taken a test in a while. <laughs> I, I forget the rhythm. Is this how you do a test? <laughs> Is you clap very arrhythmically? Depends what class you're in. <laughs> Weird Is clapping that... class. Yeah, no, exactly. But cute rhythm. Like when you were in kindergarten, you did all the rhythms. Ta ta ti ti ta ta. Don't you remember? Did you go to some sort of crazy music I did academy? Not. This is just my little elementary school in Gibson. All I remember about elementary school is teaching people to tie their shoes for them. Oh. That's you're, the only thing I can remember. You were the first one? Yeah. That's they're like, the like all right, you're going to do it now. That's like the childhood equivalent of being the first one with a driver's license. I was also that. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> you're always the one in service. I'm very Robert service. <laughs> I'm very responsible. <laughs> I was just like, okay, nobody wants to take care of me, so I better figure out how to do this stuff. <laughs> Sounds dark, but it's not. It's fine. Well, yeah, self-sufficiency. It's, it's good. <laughs> Yeah, it is. That's good. Uh, what do you get to do in the winter, like in up in North Times? In, well, in the North Times. <laughs> in, the north, in the Dreaming Times. <laughs> Back in the North Times, before the warmth came. Uh, in we the would, long, long ago. Yeah, exactly. We would do, uh, like there was the ski hill there, so there'd be a bunch of snowboarding. Uh, snowmobiling was another popular one. My dad had an old Tundra too that I would take out with my friends who had much better, faster machines. And then I'd go home alone, so that was lovely. Oh. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so it was a lot of winter sports, and then, Christ, I can't even remember how the rest of the days were filled, because yeah. that's only a portion of it. And the day is very short. You only have sunlight, like full sunlight for maybe two hours of the day, and then an hour on either side of, like, twilight, and oh, then it's God. dark. Oh, God. So, like, the say, if you get, to, you get to work or school, it's pitch black, and you leave work or school, it's pitch black. Mm -hmm. So there Ugh. would definitely be that. And then there would be a lot of... I listened to the Eminem Show album a lot in high school. I think that's how I passed most of my time. <laughs> just with your discman? Yeah, like exactly. Sitting in a dark house, whatever. Yeah. Just... Well, my first album was the twin, like the Lord of the Rings Twin Towers soundtrack. So, you know, I, wow. had, a lot, I had a lot of exploring to do musically. <laughs> that's... That follows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if, if you'd asked me, like, look at me, Katie, what do you think the first album is that I bought? It wouldn't have been like, oh, definitely A Tribe Called Quest yeah, or something. Yeah, no, it wasn't at all. It was definitely the Twin Tower soundtrack. And I'm oh like, I enjoy God. these orchestral arrangements. I wonder what this white rapper does. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a very natural progression. It really is. You have heard... lots and lots of time to progress through that. Yeah. yeah. I, I've heard some people say about, like, Weird Al being a, uh, a gateway mm. musical artist for mm -hmm. children because it's like, oh, this is really cool music. I love it. I wonder mm -hmm. what it would be like if it it wasn't about baloney. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you like get into real 
Mm. Like, well, real musicians. He's very much a real musician. Oh, for sure. I'll defend Weird Al till I die. finally got his, gra- mm. his Grammy. Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. Was it for Polka or for something else? For the newest, the newest <laughs> for, record. Yeah, oh, that's a good record. Fun. Yeah. That was a good record. It's fantastic. I like that Weird Al. Yeah, great. I like that Weird Al gentleman. That little boy. He's a nice fella. <laughs> funny little man. I think he's going to go places. Yeah, <laughs> We're all looking forward to what you do, Weird Al. Yeah, yeah isn't it great how he just looks exactly the same age as he did in like 1986? He really does. Like, he never looked very good, but, you know, no. he's looked the same the There's entire time. There's something about just like looking like you're 40 when you're 20. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is bad when I'm 20. Yeah. But then when you're 60 and you still look like you're 40, you're like, well, oh, this actually worked out pretty good for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. like your uh, Captain John Luke Picard's mm. or whatever, because he was just like, oh, I look very old very suddenly. Mm-hmm. But then he's just cruised with that for the last yep. 40 Forever. years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got a wife that's like a couple years older than me. <laughs> like, kind of gross, but good job also. Well, they yeah. seem they seem well matched. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. He calls um, her my lady. <laughs> I have a white horse question for you. Uh-huh. Do you know the blind goat farmer? Yeah. 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 I, I don't know him personally, but I know his story. Yeah. yeah so that, sure. that was my aunt's boyfriend for a long time. What? Really? Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Oh, no way. So there's a guy named Brian, mm-hmm. and he was a goat farmer, and he was blind, and he lived on the shores of Lake LaBarge, yep. which is why the cremation of Sam McGee was very... It is. On the marge of said lake. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and uh, he had all these, like, systems of weird ropes and pulleys all over his property where yeah. he could, like... And every single goat had a different sounding bell, so he knew which bell... Or, sorry, which goat? <laughs> I'm getting confused now. I, I don't know where I am. One of you, please. Yeah. Somebody ring. Yeah. But then, like, he had, like, yeah, different ropes all over everywhere. He could, like, find his way down to the water and yeah. then, like, crack open the ice, get some water, make a bath. I'm referencing the CBC documentary that was made, <laughs> which we had to watch all the time because my aunt was in it. Uh, they made course. a documentary about him? Him, yeah. Yep. The blind oh. goat farmer. He was quite yeah. a Is quite that a what dude. it's called? I don't yep. think so. It was just, like, one of those CBC, It'd like... A bit on the nose as the title. But mm-hmm. there was, like, yeah... A, a, this image that just sticks in my mind of him having a bath with a fire lit under it, like right on the shore in the yeah. in the snow, making making yeah. blind goat farmer soup. Yeah. <laughs> and so my my sort of weird, which I may have said something about this on the podcast before, but when I went to Whitehorse when I was fifteen. I was walking down the street and he was walking towards us, mm-hmm. and we were like, "And you tried waving and then regretted it well, for the rest no. of your life." <laughs> we were like, "Brian," he's like, "Oh, Christina, recognize my voice right away." I oh, hadn't cool. seen him since I was eight. Wow! And he was like, "Oh, you've grown so much! Like, it's so nice to see you! Like, like, like all these things!" And I was wow. just like, "Incredible!" Yeah, that's he's, amazing. He's a pretty, pretty nice dude. He's, yeah. he's got some fucking goats. He sounds he, great. He was a yeah. gen- gentle soul. Yep. Made a lot of goat milk and I don't know <laughs> yeah, what else are you gonna do yeah. <laughs> but like I don't know this rugged rugged blind dude just like living yeah. out on the it sounds very romantic it does, it does. Yeah. Honestly. so that was that now was I'm my favorite yeah I should find a link to that documentary blind if it's somewhere goat farmer <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't like being referred to like I'm not blind first guys. Yeah, I'm all about the goats. Hell, yeah. the blind thing keeps overcoming how great of a goat farmer I am. I am the best at goats. The uh, best there is, the best there was, the it best there ever so, will like, be. Like hardy and rugged, and like I definitely romanticized the Yukon because of that. And my yeah. aunt would come down and tell us stories. Oh, all this stuff, you know, like people are just so amazing and so enterprising. And then she yeah. would go up and uh, like house sit. She's never mm-hmm. really rented. Like paid money for rent her whole life. Okay. She just house sits everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she would go up to the Yukon and she would house sit in people's, you know, vacation 
cabin mm-hmm. that they'd use in the summertime. Yeah. And she would house it for the whole long winter. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what is this rugged, romantic? Like, what does that look like? She's like, I listen to the radio and I make dolls all yeah. winter. <laughs> and I think of murder. I make murder dolls. <laughs> she, she writes a lot of, like, very meandering poetry with, like, weird watercolors and, like, yeah. Oh, just... yeah. She sounds very Yukon. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's yeah. a huge subset of the population like that. They call them the colorful 5%. And it's basically... <laughs> Like the colorful five percent are just completely insane. They people wear those toe shoes in the summer. In. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, the worst. And just, just like really isolating, right? Yeah. It's like I go up there Very to isolate outdoorsy. to be with my thoughts and mm-hmm. just like make little weird weavings and then like yeah. I make my dolls. Yes, yeah, I just she, sit and I make my dolls. She makes felt dolls and like she's like they're not of anyone I know, but they're people I'm gonna meet. <laughs> That's so, the most terrifying thing I think I've so ever heard. So your aunt is a curse. <laughs> She is a cursed. Like I would have been, I would have been scared if she said they're people I know. But I'm way more scared that they're people I'm going to meet and then kill. <laughs> God. Sorry, I know, Auntie. I know their weaknesses. Nice. She doesn't know how to work a computer. She no. walks around with a with a tote bag full of CDs and a disc man, and that's how she. Passes I love that's her. Terrific. It's pretty. She great. probably gets DVDs from the library. She does. <laughs> to be fair, my mom does too. We watch two of them. On no, the I think it's. I think it's fantastic. Past guest Jen Clark. She gets them all the time from she's like oh guess what I got at the library today I'm like tell me everything <laughs> but I saw I saw that guy, a guy doing that at the liquor store like I just was I just went to buy a bottle of wine and I'd just come from the library and and he like just plunked his DVDs down and was like buying his beer nice he's like I got a big night ahead of me he's gonna have a weekend <laughs> he is he is he had uh Oh, he had, he had one season of Downton Abbey. Uh, I think he had like a John Madden football highlights thing. He's very multifaceted. What an interesting combination. And I'm trying to remember the other thing. I think it was How I Met Your Mother or something. What kind like of beer that. was he buying? Um, Lucky yeah. Lager? Yeah, oh, that lines up perfectly. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why do I have this eidetic memory for this man? Yeah. This is very interesting. He's This is a fully fleshed I, out character. I truly mm-hmm. notice people, yeah. which is maybe terrifying. When they're noticeable. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, ask, you know, ask me anything. Ask me anything about anyone. I'm going to tell you what I think of them. <laughs> I mean, that's not... Fantastic. Very good. What you, what you think of them is kind of... <laughs> what do you think of your co-host? Let's hear the honest oh, thought. No, I think she's the best. No. I love her. She's got cute little toes. Uh, that's yeah. not where I went at all. Yeah. That's not where I wanted to go. No, you're no. not going to get I the dirt out of us. We don't place. have that We're much. too mutually supportive. It's sickening. <laughs> yeah, it's like any dirt Contract I have on you, you've got just as much on me. It's like... Which people are we occasionally irritated by? That's like as deep as it goes. That's really anyone's dirt these days, isn't yeah, it? Pretty like much. It's not, we're not interesting enough to go much deeper than that. Yeah, it's like someone's feelings would probably get hurt a little if, yeah, if exactly. said like secrets box was cracked open. But I that's couldn't about handle it. that. No, yeah. it would be pretty bad. You'd avoid talking to them. I'm afraid. Right? Oh no, yeah. the secret vault. <laughs> we've loosed the straps we've opened it I had a horrible dream not even that horrible but I woke up with a start last <gasps> night um, because I dreamed that I had forgotten to return something to someone like it was like I had borrowed I think it was a cello, a cello. <laughs> and so I like that I had, of course you did that I had got, <laughs> is that of a weird course is that a weird enough cello. instrument that you're hating me or if is you that, got an iguana we wouldn't talk I don't no. have any pets at all good so, fantastic no, I'm staying on the right you're side of Gavin Clarkson one okay. of the facets beautiful <laughs> I'm going to keep the cello. It's a classy instrument. I don't it is. Weird. Cello is, it's one of the ones, there's there's a few different instruments. Like the guitar, you can be okay at and still look cool. The cello, like nobody looks cool practicing the cello, but when you're good at it, you are the coolest person in the world. Like the cello is 
such she's a she's very good neat, at it. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, pretty, See, pretty great. There's a lot of like there's a lot of things that I wish I'd done as a kid and just buckled through, like mm. learn an instrument. Except to like to be fair, in elementary school, I was dying to learn uh, the 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 accordion. And my, and my, yeah, see, and my parents forbid it because they're just like, like, things are hard enough for no, you No, we want already. grandchildren one day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're, you're already wearing suits to school. We're not, we're not That's giving you an accordion. basically, the accordion is pretty much just like a virginity force Yeah, exactly. That is very hard to clear away. Yeah, exactly. Are you gay? It's okay if you're gay. You're not playing the accordion. Like, it's, <laughs> we're fine with gay, not fine with the accordion. The accordion's making a comeback, man. Vancouver's got a thriving accordion scene. I am, yeah, but they're I am, all assholes. I am in an accordion band. God damn it. <laughs> and they are kind of all assholes. Yeah, it's true. It's no, true. Were you, you going to get the accordion? No, but just, this is the signet ring that I got from the accordion festival, which has an oh accordion Oh my god. <laughs> I actually... This just smells so pretentious. The whole... <laughs> Welcome to yeah. the accordion club. It's... They don't let you in the event unless you show up on a penny farthing. <laughs> <laughs> With plenty of wax in your mustache. Yes, even if you don't have a mustache. Yeah. Just slap wax on there. Yeah. I love the, like... Like, I felt a bit bad, because, like, I, I'm in an accordion band. I'm just like, oh, I just, like, called you horrible, insufferable no, people, and can... then you gave me the membership ring yeah. for the accordion festival. <laughs> <laughs> no, feel free to mock. I'm, a, I'm an <laughs> adjunct member. I play I play the cello in that band, so I'm, like, the, okay. it's a jug band with accordion. Oh, sweet Christ. Of, yeah. <laughs> It's pretty I can, good. I can all already... the creaking planks, like they're pretty big. In oh town, my god! So like, I, can, I can already picture every single band member. They, they like, wrote, you are a hundred percent correct. Promise. <laughs> they wrote the theme song for this. Po- well, I wrote the theme song, but the creaking planks played it. So. Oh, fantastic! You're you're actually accordion adjacent by being on this show. Nice. You're gonna there's gonna be accordion music and then your voice. How do you feel about that? Uh, that would explain the taste in my mouth. I've had it. Since <laughs> this is blood <laughs> from biting the back of your tongue. <laughs> Guys, can we take a very short break? So while Katie was downstairs, not not, not doing anything, um, I was regaling Gavin of all the things that my accordion player friend does, uh-huh. and basically, I wait, just, this needs a content warning before you even start. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to describe it at all because it was too. I just really, really loved watching you squirm. Oh. I just named yet another thing and what? yet another thing, and he was in pain. I've like, this I found your kryptonite. Describing a most painful subset of humanity. <laughs> this, I can already taste the mustache wax. It's terrible. <laughs> mustache wax and penny farlings and membership rings with accordions on it. <laughs> and you told me they're having a button making party. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. Off my socialist. A socialist button-making party. It's now I will great. wear a socialist button, but I shan't make one. <laughs> that's what that's what Why capitalism is for. Winston Churchilling it up in here. No, never. Oh my God, jowls! <laughs> it was Remembrance Stages this weekend, and I ran into a woman at the Legion who I knew, and she looked just like Winston Churchill from The Crown, like she was bent over her cane oh, okay. and like jowly and very like. She was like, I live in India now, and in India I can live like a queen because it's so cheap and I have people that they scrub the tiles at my feet on their hands and knees they're so clean there I'm like what you are colonialism. Oh my god. It holy was Christ. Awful. She's wearing a hoop skirt. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Holy Christ. Large. Hoop skirts are the only thing to fit all the scrubbing slaves under. To yeah, be fair. it's just like, like why does it get clean everywhere you go? Are you like a Roomba? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Human trafficking. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. They have four children under my skirts right now. Sounds rude, but it's uh, I'm just exploiting them in a different way. Yeah, exactly. oh, the very I just diligent. really love doing that accent so much. Yeah. 
being okay, a posh twat. So I've, I've hit a delicious nerve. You just hate oh. the pretension of everything. You hate oh. quirk. Yeah. What's that? You're anti-quirk. I, I enjoy a bit of quirk, but when somebody makes it entirely their own life to be nothing but A substitute but is a personality. Exactly. Jesus Christ, yeah. you absolutely never are allowed to see my denim vest. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> it's very bad. I got a bunch of new patches for it recently. Oh, good. So mine, it has a. It has How many a, of them have an anarchy sign? None of them. Oh, okay. I'm not an anarchist. Mm. I am definitely not an anarchist. I'm sort of like just a some peaceful... order. Some order and structure is good. Yeah. Is, I'm just sort of like a socialist little little bean. I'm pretty sure not anyone who does wear an anarchy parch is an anar- anarchist. A parch. A parch. A panther. I'm very good at word combining. Panther. Parch is a combination of the word patch and parch. <laughs> Oh, oh, Parchy. Um, so yeah, it's got a it's got a Hufflepuff crest on the back that I painted Ooh, with my own hands. That's pretty cool. You're like, well, if it's dorky, it's okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> if it's Harry Potter related, it's fine. That's well, because I don't uh, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So that's because it's more in line with what I like, and I yeah, don't so like what fine. other people like. When other people <laughs> like things. <laughs> that I don't dislike, but aren't indirectly in line with what I like. I'm going to dislike those people. That's totally fair. Because I'm not a fan. <laughs> I never got to play the accordion, and I'm just super just bitter. So bad about I didn't get a membership it's ring. It's never too late. I can introduce you to five accordion teachers. I will already hate them all. That's already in my brain. It's already too much in my brain. <laughs> it's like how I made some joke about how Chris could easily figure out three euphonium players immediately. She's like, "That's about exactly the right amount of euphonium." Players What's a euphonium? It's a baritone. It's like a baby tuba. Yeah. It's a baby. Oh, Jesus. It's like if a tuba had a baby. Uh, with the French it, horn. Does it still wrap around the body? No. Aw. No, only if you've had a terrible, terrible accident. <laughs> 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 and then it's really bad. They're like, whoa. Ooh. Marching band had a van accident. It's real bad. Um, sorry, the, the, this just stupid vest that I have. Uh, Hufflepuff on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got like merit badges for like reading and cooking and stuff. And <laughs> birds, just birds. <laughs> Not even watching them. Just do you like birds? Yes, merit. <laughs> there you go. Did you buy the merit badges? I I earned pay the, them. <laughs> pay the gold or iron price for your <laughs> the merit iron badges. Price for my merit badges. <laughs> But I got a new I got a new patch that's just the uh, it's you know the Ben Franklin snake or whatever uh, and instead of saying don't tread on me it's just being inundated with bread products and it says throw bread on me oh my god <laughs> it's like the perfect but I got I got a card from uh, I got a card in the mail from a human person this mm-hmm. last week oh, which was fun. really surprising to me yeah. and it was right around Halloween and I was on the phone with my mom when I got it and I opened it up. Uh, while I was on the phone with her, I'm like, oh my god, my friend Megan sent me a card. She sent me a Halloween card? Is she this organized? This bitch. <laughs> was my line of thinking. Uh-huh. Was like, sure. oh my god, because she sends b- birthday cards, Christmas cards. She's really good about that stuff. And I like, I, I have oh, an inferiority complex about it because I'm like the card master. Mm. But she's ahead of me. So I'm like, mm. this fucking chick. Yeah. Love her to death. But I was like, ugh, <laughs> she's going to show me up. But it was, you know what it was? It was uh, a card that was like, you are so strong and I love you and Aww. you're wonderful because she knew I was really sad and she'd gotten me a patch from a party called denim vest because that's what the queer girls do um and it is a silk screen of deanna troy just her outline uh and it says fempath on it yeah so it's like this was made for me (laughs) denim vest is a fun party we should go sometime i've been invited to it a bunch of times and i'm just like ah i don't know if i want to go to a party where a bunch of people are getting fingered around me (laughs) It's just sort of like, it's like a little too cool for me. I yeah. never got invited to those parties either. Yeah, you will never be invited to that party. <laughs> I'm so sorry to tell you. Damn. 
<laughs> you, you're, you're Discrimination. Clear. Yeah, this is terrible. Sheena can come. Do I not? <laughs> Your beautiful life. Oh, because I'm a dude. Yes, <laughs> that, is, that is the defining feature. I of thought the it would party. just be denim enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah, I got a sweet Canadian tuxedo I've been waiting to roll out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People that enjoy It was given to feel. me on the day I left Dawson City. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, go forth, young son, and spread the word. <laughs> spread the gospel. <laughs> Be Make well. us proud. Be well, my son. <laughs> So you moved Jesus here when you were Christ. you were eighteen years old, and you yeah. haven't moved back, and you just like went straight through your bachelor's and like a master's degree, yeah. or yeah, is yeah, it yeah. a master? You're a master of science now. Uh, applied science. It was, oh. it was master. Applied science. Yeah. It sounds well, two very different thing. It was an engineering. Okay. Uh, mining engineering. So oh, yeah, you beep geology. boop boop. That's how you get gold. Yeah, much that's is... exactly it. Okay. Like geology is like making a painting of the gold, and then the applied science is the beep boop part. Of the, the beep gold. boop, <laughs> like take out that gold. Yeah, exactly. So what do you do like here when <laughs> it's not the summer? Like so how do far, you... absolutely nothing. Is but... this why you have so much time to be good at comedy? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I might be getting a technician job uh, coming up. I had an interview that went pretty well. Cool. I might be doing IT for, like, a mining software that I learned to use while I was in school. And that would be an actual desk job. Minecraft? Yeah, see? Minecraft? Exactly. Yeah, essentially Minecraft. That's all it is. I'm learning Good to one. use Minecraft for Good adults. Minecraft. You look very satisfied. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, that's... that. Okay, that explains a few things. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn him, why is he so good? <laughs> I get furious. Um, I think, and I'm not sure if I was with you, Chris, but I, I remember seeing, like, when did you start doing stand-up? Uh, about three years ago. And when did you first get on at Laugh Gallery, Graham Clark's show uh, at Havana? I don't even... Because I think I might have seen you your first time doing it. It very, very possible. Because it was more than two years ago that I, yeah, think I it saw w- you. It was in my first year that I did my first set at Laugh Gallery. Okay. I can't remember exactly when. Because I think we were at that together, possibly. Okay, and I remember okay. he did introduce me as like the first as a first timer there, so it's very possible. Yeah, I think there. that was it, and I yeah. remember thinking like, "Oh, that's a pretty good clue." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I remember. I remember seeing. I remember you seeing. I remember you coming out time. and being like, "Your hands were really shaky, but the yeah. rest of you was totally fine." Yeah. Like it was just it was just right here, yep. and then everything else was like super confident, yep. good to go. And I really relate to that because yeah. I like cannot make them be still. I know. when I feel fine. Yeah, I'm just like people are looking at me. <laughs> yeah, and like, my hands have always been my tell, and like like my my wife Sheena, she'll come out to the occasional show now. She used to be very supportive, and I've just worn her down over the years. It's, you do a lot of shows. Yeah, it's yeah. hard with friends and family where it you're is. like, come to this, come to this, come to this, yep. come to this. You come to so like, many of my things. Well, because it's fun, Aww. and there's always like, you're a true good wife. There's always different fun people that <laughs> yeah. I get to see do comedy, like, like myself, like Gavin, so. and my shaky hands. So you, yeah. Gavin do a sweet rap. Yeah, yeah that me was my a sincere delight. Rapness. Guest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but yeah, my hands have always been my tell. It's better now, but for yeah, sure. Oh yeah, I don't notice it. I'd be able to. F- I can fake it, but if like you can always see the nervousness, my nervousness in my hands. That's I've started really to just like because I used to just kind of wander around and like play with the mic, and now I just stand very still. Yep, that's a good way to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's like usually pick someone to look at the most. Mm-hmm. Usually someone I don't know, which yeah. it nerves them or make, makes them a little nervous. But. Best thing about comedy is staring someone down. That is point number yeah, two. Yeah, you're in fun. charge, man. <laughs> well, that's something I've only figured out in the last few months, I think. It's just kind of like I'm out there. They're looking at me. They don't like, they're not, because I did a lot of open mics at first. Yeah. And no one gives a shit at an open mic. They're no. not looking at you. No, it's exactly. just other comics waiting to go up. Yeah, yep. whereas an actual show there's like they want you to be good yeah. they don't want you to do poorly no they don't just kind of fun they're terrified that you're gonna do bad they really want you to do well because yeah. it's gonna be awkward for them yeah they want to have a good time yeah, yeah. 
So that's, I've been trying to get on that show for a long time, but I just think Graham has not seen my requests at all. <laughs> like, I've talked to him a bunch. You have? Okay, yeah. Yeah, and um, I, I just, like, sent it on Facebook, like, in March. So. Yeah, yeah, showrunners are busy. And, like, and, and that's true. don't be afraid to ask again. The thing that I've always been, like, I'm always really socially nervous. Like, I'm socially terrified of everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm always nervous about, like, bothering them because I know they get a lot of requests. Right. But all I've ever been told is just, like, I saw it, I forgot about it, just send it again. Yeah, it's so never... don't be afraid to do that. The only thing that really bothers me is when someone sends me the exact same message again. Yeah, don't copy-paste. Don't be a dick about it. And Put then, if, but if there's no more additional information, it's like, I've never seen you live. Yeah. Uh, you've given me no videos. Yeah. And all you said was, hi, can I have a spot? Like, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Often I just don't respond to that, but yeah. that's just that just makes me feel very good about myself. I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> show running. I'm above you, mummy. Papa said I don't have to message you back. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I've been a bit shy about it lately, but I never get told no. Like it's always mm-hmm. just kind of like either yeah, I'll get in touch, and then they get in touch, or yeah. it's like, do you want to go up tonight? Yeah. Like fuck. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll be there shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to say no same day, you know, no. like, can I get a spot? Yeah, you want a spot today? Oh, not not that soon. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect you to get back to me very soon. I don't have very high self-esteem. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> the mental process that I go when I do it. Well, it's comforting to know that you've been doing it for three years, because I was yeah. like, this fucking guy, he's so good. Like, you, <laughs> you were on the first one-hitter quitter I did, and I lost to you. I yep. came in second to you, you yep. f- asshole. And I won. Um, and you won. Yep. So that's how I'm me coming so in second to you knows. works. Just so came know. in second because I won. Because you were better. <laughs> uh, and the same thing happened with Casey Novak, who you should probably really get on this oh, show, yeah. too. She was great. She mm-hmm. was really good. And yeah, and then... But, yeah, this new one, yeah, I came in third. So, so fuck you. You weren't the funniest. You no. also didn't have 35 friends with you at the yeah. show. No, yeah, no, that's, yeah. Uh, Steve filled that place out, and he's really good, too. He's, he's really funny. Yeah. I hate that even more. No, mm. I know, right? He's been doing it less than a year, yeah. and he's already won, like, two competitions. Yeah. Fuck about, that guy. No, I love that what about, guy. What about the process, Katie? What about just doing it because of oh, the Oh, no, process? I love them. It's, 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 <laughs> this is truly no bitterness. It's, it's, it's absolutely meant as complimentary, like, way to do so well so quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm teasing you. I know you're teasing me. But I also just want to really make it clear that I am not jealous of anyone's success. I'm like, fucking great. Thankfully, <laughs> someone did it. Like, good yeah. job, you. Good job, you. And I hope that the same thing would be reversed if I was yeah. doing well. And the more, like, great, good job, Katie. The more awesome comics in Vancouver, the more awesome comedy shows we get to see. And, like, Precisely. the more more people will start coming out for comedy. This is true. Yeah, and I love it. I think it's really great. Um, and I love, I love your shit. It's, mm. it's really good, and it's always developing. And that's really the best thing for me. It's just watching people like grow their jokes. Exactly. <laughs> grow their jokes. The like yours, yours went from like, oh, I've got a black girlfriend. It's really cool to like, oh, she's my wife now. Yeah. Spoiler alert. That's like, <laughs> it's a real spoiler on some of your jokes. <laughs> the eight people who listen to this are going to be really angry. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to ruin the whole bag. The whole thing. <laughs> One bad apple. Yeah, terrible. Did you, have you taken any classes or is this just all... No. Just winging it. Like, yep, what made you start? It. I know yep. that's a boring question, but I'm genuinely uh, curious. She, Sheena's uh, uh, brother now, and now my brother-in-law is named Sterling Scott, and he's... Uh, that is the coolest name. Isn't it just? Like, he was destined to do fun things. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that my is, God. Yeah. And he's a professional stand-up comic in Alberta. And he was... I met him when he was uh, headlining at Laugh Lines uh, a few years ago. And he... I'd been thinking of doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I always wanted to give it a shot, and he sort of gave me some pointers to get started off. 
So that was kind of where it's Don't began. pee your pants. Yeah, exactly. Talk to the audience. Yeah, exactly. Don't pee your pants was like very beaten in because that's certainly a weakness. It's like of so. I when I when at what point in the show do I pee my pants? Yeah, exactly. how many minutes in is it acceptable? Like when? How so like, should one I just over? like a little bit at a time? Like yeah, just exactly. like really let it go, grow gradually <laughs> to, to, for them to be like, is he did he? Yeah. Is he no, gradually no. It's, pissing it's himself? Like very slowly pissing his <laughs> pants. I wish that someone would do that now. Some I think incredible that's incredible performance. That's art, like honestly. Cirque du Soleil level. If like someone, the amount of kegel control you would yeah, have to have to pee your to pants slowly. slowly. Just like a teaspoon at a time. Just like just a like teaspoon a at a time. Bit, something you can't even notice the wet spot growing. It's just like, that gradual. Wait, what does it look like now? It's a butterfly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it becomes a contest. <laughs> A what? A Rorschach test? A Rorschach test? Yeah. The screaming shark test. Isn't you haven't it? seen that. Isn't it Rorschach? Rorschach. Rorschach, yeah. Rorschach, yeah. No, it was just slightly Thank exaggerated. You, so, You're welcome. Thank you. Look at We're this. just joshing. <laughs> We're just playing. <laughs> Oh We're just b- bouncing, b- b- bouncing things off each other. Despite my insufferability, he comes to my defense. Yeah. So what do you say to that, best friend? Come on. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's what I say. She plays the accordion, and I still agree. I do not she play the accordion. Right. I play. Accordion. Sorry, you played she an accordion. Owns band. an accordion that I gave her. Ooh. It was your dad's. It was my grandfather's. Okay, oh, nice. That makes God. An accordion it's like cool. you don't even remember. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You know almost everything about me. Okay, so but your brother-in-law yeah. did comedy, and then he oh, he still you. does. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He is still very much alive and, and doing so things. And so you were saying that you were thinking about doing it, and then you no. kind of... You yeah, saw he, him... he gave me some pointers and, like, the, the basic stuff on how to get started off and where to go and, and who to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then I just went on from there. And, yeah, and then this last summer was really good. I won the Laugh Lines competition. They sent me to Vegas, which was really fun. Oh, did, fun. Yeah. Did, the... did you go to with Mark Bluet, or...? Yeah, yeah. I don't he... even know if that's his actual last name. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mark, Mark Blewett. That's exactly Bleu. how it's spelled. I have no idea how to say it. It's like Blewett in Bleu. French with E-T at the end. Yeah, that'd be it. Yeah. Blue So I went with him and his girlfriend nice. and uh, Jillian from Laugh Lines. We all went down together. Is she the blonde lady? Yes. She's cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. And I got to see... Best part was uh, waking up every morning in Vegas, and then I got to look at her pictures on her phone from before doing all the shit that I can't do in Vegas at all. Like, have fun or get drunk, because it's too much money. So oh. we got... <laughs> I was like, you got a real short leash or something? Like, oh, no, I work two months of the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't do any of the thing. And she, well, and like, she, she's a she's a, a young woman in Vegas, so doors open much easier for her. And she also had a friend with her. And so, like. I'll help. Yeah. You're like, uh, their clubs are always looking for girls to get through. They're always looking. And she actually got to do something really neat, which was uh, she got to be in a VIP booth because somebody, uh, and these are $3,000 an hour. And they come, they don't even come with any bottle service. 3000 bucks just to, to sit down. Just to sit down. Uh, you get like a studio apartment is. in See, New is, York for that. These yeah, are, for an hour. These are the things hour. that I, like, I'll take all the quirk. Yeah. But, like, this shit pisses me off. I know. it's like, oh, you're like, I'm mad at both things. Yeah, I'm mad at all of <laughs> I it. I can be mad at more than one thing. Yeah, exactly. Just because one's more affordable doesn't mean it's any better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> so she got, uh, she managed to sit You didn't even booth. have any gold, like, stuffed into the No, I didn't. I had nothing. And even, I feel like even in Vegas, if I just threw gold at someone, they'd be like, well, what am I going to do with this? I don't know what this is. Can this buy me a four-foot-long alcoholic drink? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of insufferable, would anyone like a kombucha top-up? Oh, Jesus. Dang. I've never had kombucha Oh, you before. will not like it. Do you, do you like ginger? What's that? Do you like ginger? I can In almost promise you, you will like find this disgusting. Ale. 
Okay, just, I'm gonna just use your the tiniest little bit. I'm using your comparison of ginger ale as a standard. It's funky. I'm just telling you right now. It's like funky beer mushroom water. <laughs> God, wait a That sell is it. a fantastic advertisement. I Here's love your it. Funky beer mushroom it's water. It's super good for your guts, which is why I like it. No, it's okay. I've had a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that's like not it. as foul as I was anticipating. Yeah. No, I made it sound really bad, but it's kind of just like a like a like a bad non-alcoholic beer that I like the taste of. That's actually very succinct, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> kind of like ginger ginger beer a little bit. Yeah, without yeah. the bite of the alcohol. I really enjoy it, but mm-hmm. it's an insufferable drink to drink. It is. The only thing we could really do worse is like a $20 big bottle of green juice. <laughs> <laughs> that was be... cold pressed. <laughs> yeah, no heat may no. be placed on these at all at mm-hmm. any point. No, it destroys the nutrients. It does. I heat don't want to destroy ruins. the nutrients, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I want them all there. I actually totally almost bought myself a green juice today, but I'm off citrus, so I can't really. <laughs> citrus. So definitely. no limes. Yeah, no limes. Because they, they, yeah. they always put like lemon and stuff in the That's kale, spinach. But it's citrus. Citrus lives in green. That's oh, science. Katie, you have to understand it's a blend of predominantly green <laughs> They put other things in it? This is garbage. Yeah. I'm furious. I wanted nothing but lime juice, because that would be delicious. That's green That juice. would be delicious, actually. It would be what? so tart. Yeah, that'd like, be terrible. Ooh, my enamel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my teeth hurt so bad now. <laughs> okay, tell me more about this $3,000 VIP Oh, sorry, booth. yeah. So, so she got Do they serve shots of cold pressed juice? Uh, well, she got... I only got the story from her because I clearly was not there. Yeah. Uh, but she... Her and her friend got into this club, uh, which they did have to pay tickets to get into. Uh, but there was this group of guys that had this $3,000 booth, and one of the perks of the booth is that a bouncer will come by and check on you and be like, hey, do you want girls in this booth? And they'll be like, yeah, that's fine. And the bouncers will go out, find girls in the club, and be like, there's these guys uh, that just want girls in their booth. Are you okay with that? Is that something you want to do? Yeah. They're like, yeah, we want to sit down. This sucks. Our heels are enormous. Oh, that's, and totally. Exactly. That's why it's worth $3,000, because the dress code of most of the clubs, you have to be wearing high heels. It's not an option. That's never garbage. Exactly. Never I've never had a design. To go, if yeah. you have flats hidden and you switch into them and the bouncer sees you, your ass is out in the street. Like, it's very strict. For real? I don't real. want bitches to be comfortable. No, I mean, don't at all. <laughs> it's nothing but that. Because so, yeah, they won't sit down in your booth with you. Exactly. It's a very, it's very well thought out system. So she got to sit down at this $3,000 booth. And I was like, how was that? Was it greasy? And she's like, it kind of worked out because one of the guys started getting, like, she was uh, not like aggressively, but started hitting on her a bit. And she made it very clear that she wasn't really into that and he wasn't really backing backing off. And the right. bouncers come by and check on you periodically. Right. So she's like, you guys cool? You guys comfortable? Because if the girls aren't comfortable, they won't want to go to booths. So they have a very vested interest in making sure that any girls they put in the booths are being treated well. So she mentioned <laughs> briefly, she's like, system. exactly. So go she ahead. was like, she mentioned, she's like, this guy's kind of like getting a getting a little bit on. It's not too bad, but like just the. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit weird. He's like, all right, I'll be right back. Came back a uh, minute later with five other bouncers, pointed at all the dudes in the booth. They're like, yep, you need to leave now. Holy she, shit. Yeah, and huh. she got to chill out in that booth for the next hour because it was paid for and drink the bottle service. So I thought that was a decent payoff. Fuck, like, yeah. <laughs> that surprises me that they like went with like a Canadian chick. Yeah. <laughs> like, her word over like the guys spending 3K plus yep. to be in there. Yeah, they, it's it's a very, very I, firm thing. because they. Lord. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Just like that's so crazy because like like oh bottle service that's just the mm-hmm. thing you get if you're there. And I'm thinking like oh the other night I was mad at myself because I went to the beer and wine store to buy a Mickey of vodka, <laughs> so I paid seventeen dollars instead of like fourteen dollars for yeah, it. Exactly. What a fool I was. Yeah. 
How terrible of I you. I don't think Vegas is my place. Mm-hmm. No. Well, that's can, a place I could go. You can drink cheaply if you're smart about it, because there's a lot of... Smart. Yeah, you can drink outside in a lot of places. Okay. On, like, the Strip and, and on the I'd main... I'd rather just go to New Orleans for that, I yeah. think. Oh, okay. Can you do outside drinking in New Orleans? Ooh, boy, howdy, can you? I think they have, fun. like, the drive through like, alcoholic slushy bars. <laughs> well, well, they fully have, like, you know, I said, like, a four-foot-tall alcoholic drink. You get, like, a hurricane in a plastic cup that's... I'm, I'm doing a gesture you can't see. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, like, two and a half feet tall. Yeah. And it's just full of slushy that's yep, just, like, we did full that of too. alcohol. And it's so... God, the amount of sugar that has to be in there. Like, but, and the amount of alcohol. Mm-hmm. I think oh, I that you sick. and I, Katie, like, if we ever went to Vegas, we'd be much more of the, like, let's go see shows and go yeah. to buffets and, yeah. like, drink the drinks rather than go to clubs. Yeah. We just yeah. get drunk just in the not... hotel room and be like, what's on the TV? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's mo- that's that was always, most of my weekends. You know, I'm not, I've never really been a club person. Me neither. So it Unless just... it's a vampire club. Well. <laughs> don't tell me even more insufferable uh... things about me. <laughs> this oh. is when I was young. This is when I was a teenager. This was, Okay, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah that's and also, I was in Vampire Club, too. Obviously. <laughs> Just, First rule. Shit, I broke it. I know. That's, <laughs> God damn it, Kate. So I'm very bad at all the rules. I just break all the rules. <laughs> That's why you're not allowed in Vampire Club anymore. Yeah, I got kicked the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to come back from It's hard that. out there for a vamp. <laughs> fuck. I got my vamp stamp. <laughs> Does that go exactly where I imagine it goes? Yeah, right here. Right on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I pictured. Oh, that's good fucking good. Oh, you guys. Um, I wanted to share one thing that that came up this weekend with my mom. So she is sure. starting to do storytelling competitions. Sort of oh, like cool. the moth a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is very cool. But right now she's like reading other people's stories. It's like a performance thing also, uh, a okay. dramatic monologue. But she was like, so I want to go to this open mic in at the Roberts Creek Legion. And I'm like, <laughs> I wonder what that's going to be like. Interesting. Roberts Creek, very small town, very like all the hippies that were draft dodgers moved there kind of thing. And it's just like a big culture of lots of like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and a lot of like people my age have moved back there and are kind of like just super stoner. Mm burnout kind of folks sorry oh, yeah. but like <laughs> so we went to the open mic and it was just a guy with a non like an out of tune guitar and then a guy with a djembe that he couldn't play in time and then a didgeridoo and they were all wearing like the tie <laughs> and the tights and all that kind of stuff a didgeridoo. and so but my mom was like i still want to i want to do this i want to read my story i want to be brave and so it reminded mm. me katie of yours like someone calls you it's like oh, oh i want a spot oh can you do it today and you're like ah. but you don't want to say no so my mom went up to the woman running the mic and was like oh can i can i go up i have a story to share and she was like great okay go up right now and my mom was like what are you kidding but then she just did it so mm-hmm. good on good on you joe so mm-hmm. fearless it was good lovely job. and she read a story like about world war ii and like the guys before like doing their weird psychedelic like out of tune shit were like rapping about like bombs and like mm-hmm. syria and whatever mm-hmm. and then so she like read the story about a bomb Beat poems Kind of, yeah, beat poems over terrible beats. To like a with, didgeridoo. Yeah, with no rhythm. Once, it was the once more. It's the a saddest. real didgeridoo. Yeah, it was the saddest. But then, like, they loved her story. They were, like, really Aww. supportive. They were like, oh, we oh, really, so that, nice. it really made us think, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, what a nice experience. <laughs> that's so, she's, like, the most open-hearted, lovely lady. But I just thought that was cool. I, I also don't know how I would have reacted if the person was like, oh, I want to go up and do a song. Okay, how about right now? It's like, mm. I, I wanted a moment to process that and sit down and watch some stuff before <laughs> yeah. I go up right away mm, like but if you yeah. know what you're doing yeah if you already knew what you're doing just yeah. go it's yeah. fine that's mm-hmm. something that i've definitely picked up from stand-up comedy is just like okay we're doing this yeah. now Trust uh yourself. it's just like just keep putting one foot in front of the other yeah. and try not to you know like 
stall. Like, you just keep going, the momentum will take you exactly. pretty far. And you've memorized a lot of things at, at some point. Yeah. Like, that happened to me while I was hosting uh, at Big Rock, because mm-hmm. it was the first time I'd ever hosted. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is something I'm still kind of new to, where I, like, had an idea of the things I wanted to say, and then I just got distracted by all the people I knew and could see, and then I was like, shit. But then I just, like, pulled jokes out of my head. I'm like, I yeah. didn't plan to do this one, but I'm going to do this one, but it's going to be out of order. Maybe people are going to know, and no one knows, no. obviously, because yeah. nobody, like, saw my script yeah, beforehand. exactly. So it's kind of just like, hey, if you go and do it and aren't terrible, people are very impressed. Yeah. Kind of, which exactly. is great. Not a room full of comics, maybe, <laughs> but, which is why it's great to do shows that are not open mics. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the most important part is to, like, trust yourself and always remember you're already better than Robert Service. That's the main that thing That is to get the away main from. takeaway for this entire podcast, I think. Is you're like better than Robert Service. And he's dead, so, like, yeah. you have so much potential to, like, really just dunk on Robert Service. Yeah, that's all anyone in the arts is trying to do, is be is better our, than him. Is that our title for this episode? <laughs> dunk on Robert Service? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Part of him being the emperor of the Yukon. It's going to be you, Gavin. Yeah, you've got, un- like, you got a real shot at this. I I'm really say, planning yeah, on it. Dethrone, dethrone him. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. make my own Kick book him off of his... shit poetry. <laughs> Kick him off his dumb snow throne. <laughs> yeah, exactly. His dumb Pour icy snow throne. a sour toe cocktail on his face. Precisely. That's Wait, is that what he horse? Uh, Dawson has Dawson. a sour toe cocktail. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not that insane. <laughs> <laughs> Just have. proximal to insanity. Yeah, most most of the drinks in Whitehorse don't have a corpse piece in it, which is nice. And that's a positive aspect. Most. most. One of them might accidentally get one in there. It's a non-zero yeah. amount, though, is yeah. what you're telling me. Well, yeah, like kitchens have accidents, and then, you know, yeah, what do you not... Every pork chop were perfect. Yeah, exactly. We wouldn't have hot dogs. <laughs> Sometimes a finger ends up in a drink. That's all that happens. Sometimes. It's a good way and to you propose to someone. <laughs> finger oh, with the ring on it. God. <laughs> In a drink. Because then they won't swallow the ring. Because it's. Oh, then they'll be like, oh, already. did you murder this person for my ring? I guess I'd better marry you. <laughs> it's a yeah. great way to ensure yes. Yeah, they're not going to say no we're... to the finger in the drink. <laughs> That's a great. What as a married the, man. One in the pink, <laughs> finger in the drink. <laughs> yep. That's how you get a lady to marry you. Just ask you. Yeah. You did it. <laughs> Good job. I think that's going to do it for us this yeah, week. Yeah, with that, with that nice... Uh, Disgusting sort of, image. Yeah, but the the encouraging, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that you can get someone to love you yep. and you're better than Robert Service. Exactly. Any, anything else that you want to add? <laughs> oh, I no, don't know. That's, that's a lot of pressure. I'm just, well, I'm just Gavin Clarkson. You can find me on my Facebook page at Gavin Clarkson 